0: Hello, I'm one of your hosts, Will Hunt, and uh, today I'm joined by neither Michael, or Dave. Now, don't adjust your headset, don't turn it off just yet. I know for some of you, the idea of having a pod with just me talking to you is absolutely frightening. However, the pod will start as normal in a moment. Uh, complete with fancy new theme music, which took oh, far too long. Um, we loved doing this episode, which is all about the first ever In and Around Awards. In fact, we loved it so much that we recorded for way too long. And uh, as you all know, I think 45 minutes to an hour is... It's just probably far too long of Dave's moronic takes, quite frankly, already. So we didn't want to put you through a an hour and a half in one week. Um, so this week is just the first half of the pod, really, and next week we'll be back with the second half with all the rest of the awards being given out. Um, however, we didn't know this while we were doing the pods, so if we do sound a bit moronic now, it's split together. Well, more moronic than usual. Please um, bear with us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. And enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the In and Around podcast. I am one of your hosts, Will Hunt, and joining me this week, like every week, is Dave Harris. Hello. And Mike Breslin. Hello. So, what is the In and Around podcast all about? Well, it's every week, three mates get together to discuss what's going on in and around the world of football. And currently, nothing's happening, simply because football is shut down due to um, the old coronavirus. So, we've been taking this opportunity to look into football's past to discuss what we've. Loved about years gone by, teams and year, years gone by, players in years gone by, goals in years gone by. Um, however, this week, we're actually going to pull ourselves back into the present day. Um, this week, around this time of the year, is when players would have selected, or well, they've already selected, but they would be like announcing who was in the PFA team of the year and all that popularity contest gubbins that saw <laughs> Stephen Gerrard get into things he shouldn't have gone into. Um and might see, didn't take long might see a few Liverpool players sneak in this year um, anyway we're going to hand out the first ever set of in and around awards they take pretty similar um, categories to what you'll have seen so there's a player of the season there's a we're going to call it sort of like a rookie of the season, a manager of this year, team of the year, the most disappointing team of the year. Stay clear of that one, Arsenal, fans. <laughs> the unsung the hero is back. <laughs> the unsung hero of the year, the most improved player. What was the goal of the year? The best newcomer and the best signing. And then we'll be handing out the first ever Timoi Bakayoka Memorial Award for the worst signing. Dear God, I wish he was actually dead. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> Only joking, team. I love you, really. Um, but we will start off with possibly the most important award, which is the Player of the Season. This is, um, I think, we're probably sort of thinking along the lines of the most, the player who's played the best, not the most valuable player to their team, because otherwise, Danny Ings sweep in this award category. Um, yeah. He might sweep a different one. Um, Dave and Mike. Who are your players of the year? Would you like to go first, Mike?
1: Uh, yeah, mine is different to both of yours. Uh, cool.
0: It's part of the surprise.
1: Uh, yeah, and the good news is that the big award's out the way early, so if you want to stop listening after five minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a very
1: good point. You can do. Um, it's so, ending yeah, with uh, the team
0: of the year, Mike, so that's what they want to stick around for.
1: I'm, I'm stuck in between a rock and a hard place here because I've got to pick either a City player or a Liverpool player. And as a United fan, not enjoying that fact. Um, But De De Bruyne is is the man for me. Why? The guy's just a joke. He's had a a ridiculous year. Uh, He scored eight goals, which is fine. That's acceptable for midfield. Um, But the the main reason I think he's the player of the year is is what he provides assists and uh, chance creation-wise. He's uh, got 17 assists. Uh, which is far and away um, the highest in the league. He's also top of the league as far as uh, shot creations per 90, and he's second in goal creating actions per 90 as well. So, and that's Tamara's because he hasn't played as many minutes.
0: I'll tell you um, what, if you had, we'd be having a very different conversation today.
1: Well, you are right because he has had <laughs> some season. Lord. Um, but yeah, just just the amount of ch- chances he's creating the goals he's been involved in he's my player of the year i love watching him play as well
0: i love watching him play i particularly yeah, love watching him spam crosses um dave
1: yeah uh
2: as much as i like kevin de bruyne and enjoy watching him play uh, i've had to pick a different player and it's sadio mane That's um cool. some say he's the best footballer in the world um this season, he has been exceptional. Um, 14 goals, nine assists, and 26 Premier League games, um, which is, well, it's just exceptional, to be honest. Especially given that, as as well as Liverpool have done in what we've seen in this season so far, he's very much been the standout player. Um, he's really been that player this year to turn on the magic uh, sort of Get get them something out nothing. Like the Aston Villa game where they were, was it 1-0 down? And they turned it around to 2-1 earlier in the season. 1-1. It was 1-1. No, they,
1: I think they were 1-down to like the 88th minute. Yeah, yeah they were 1-down. You know really
0: I was at that game.
1: And I can't I, remember. I know exactly where I was. I was in a shopping centre in Kent, keeping up with the scores because I had a uh, Soccer Saturday hacker on. I like it, Mike.
0: I remember being there because we were trying to work out why Firmino's goal was disallowed, and then when I got home, I still didn't understand. <laughs> um, sorry, Dave, interrupted you. Yeah, that was the armpit was... one, was it? It was, yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, I've seen some truly, truly shocking VAR things this season. Um, anyway.
2: Yeah, Dave? I I think he's just been their standout player, and to be a standout player in a team that whether the season gets finished or not, that's another topic from what we've seen this year, they've been running away with it. Um, that's Will there in the camera I can see, praying that it doesn't get finished so Liverpool don't win a title. I think that was.
0: <laughs> yeah, what, what's football without fans, Dave? You can't play the games behind closed doors. <laughs> I'm sure if Chelsea were heard you'd have a different view here, Will. Um... <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I've also got Sadio Mane, Um, although I'm actually not totally convinced. I am docking De Bruyne 3 <laughs> Assists because he got three against Villa. Um, <laughs> so Mane loses a goal too. Uh, is they're both fantastic players. They're both they're both X factors for their teams. I'd say. I've we've said it on. I was either last week or the week before that. Mane's the best of the front three for Liverpool. Yeah, I think by country mile. He's he's. He's got a decent number of assists, He scored a lot of goals, He scored really important goals. There was a time at the start of the season where he was just getting all the goals that they needed when they were in tricky situations. And I suppose it's pretty unfair to compare the two for that. But in my mind, De Bruyne has probably scored and assisted a lot of goals, but City have lost a lot of games. They've lost a lot more games in which De Bruyne's played than in which has played. And I know it's hard. It's a team sport, so it's hard. Liverpool have only lost
1: one game. That's a ridiculous comparison. I know, but you I know. You can't but, do that.
0: No, I know, but that's what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that there's a lot <laughs> of the reasons that Mane, what they've won all the games they have is because of Sadio Mane. Whereas you, I'm trying De
1: Bruyne, to. De Bruyne has kept City afloat.
0: Yeah, he's well, pretty I'm much,
1: not sure. Where he's pretty you're much going past, with this they'd be 3rd or 4th, I think without De Bruyne. Hmm. I agree. I agree that Mane has been incredible well, and Liverpool so would not have done what they've done without him either.
0: What I'm trying to say is I just I feel like Mane has won Liverpool more games than De Bruyne has won City, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's a hard, a hard and, thing to. And when clarify, I'm, but.
0: I'm, I know it's so hard to qualify, and I'm splitting hairs that I don't read. Really, to be honest, I've got a Mane bit. I've got money written down, but if you ask me tomorrow, it'd probably be De Bruyne, and if you ask me the day after, it would certainly be um, Danny Inks. So I don't really know. What <laughs> we, I don't really know what we want to do here because it, it can. Yeah, really, it's a tough
2: one. It's a tough one. Yeah, I, I think they've both been exceptional. I just I think Mane swings it for me just because of how well Liverpool have played this year and he's been an integral part of that if likewise if it was man city at the top of the table and de bruyne's played how he is i'd probably be inclined to go to de bruyne but liverpool are on track to win this league by a very big margin and, and mane has been absolutely integral to that so that's my it is, reasoning it is to odd. Get Mane.
0: it is odd isn't it because when you con- when you compare the two teams um man Salah and Van Dijk are the last two player of the years. Yeah. Um and it feels weird to single out it does feel a little weird to say Sally Amane is the reason why they've they've been so successful when they've got two other reigning player of the years on their team. <laughs> However, I just there's there's just that, there was just that stretch of the season where every week Liverpool were playing shite and mané scored or set one up and they just racked up far more points than they should have done and i just feel like i can't look past that and it it's really harsh to penalize de bruyne for almost it's easier when it's easier for a forward to win a game like like that whereas it's it's harder for someone like de bruyne to win a game like that however i just yeah I, I just i just feel mané's probably edges it
1: remember when we were talking about Suarez and you said about that season and you said you didn't look as to who scored for Liverpool you looked how many Suarez it got yeah that is it kind of felt like when a Liverpool goal flashed up on your phone it was like oh well Mane probably scored it
0: was It yeah. was. I can tell you the exact but if, if I mean there's the, I've got plenty of great, I think, memories of Chelsea season, I've got some pretty terrible ones, but my overriding memory of the season currently right now is being at a old moores game, playing you, Mike, in Fantasy Prem, then being shit, and then Marnet scoring two, and you had Marne and Liverpool won, and you beat me on Fantasy Prem, and the Moore's game was awful, and it was just fucking terrible all around. <laughs> that
1: was a like, rare and, win for me, by the, the
0: way. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing, like, you're right, inevitability. I think Sadio Mane just edges it for me. However, again, if the season comes back and if the season comes back and I don't know, De Bruyne goes on an, another unbelievable run of form, he's perfectly in the balance for edging it for me. But as of right now, I think I think Sadio Mane. And
1: that i fine. I'm fine to go with Mane.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm not fine, and I've just picked him. <laughs>
1: it's a. It's. I mean, you really are splitting hairs between those two. Mm. I think um, earlier in the season, it was definitely Marne. And as the season went on towards when we broke, I became more like, maybe it is De Bruyne. But I'm happy to go with Marne for the purposes of this, I think. So the in-and-around player of the season. Sad so Armani. far, Mane. So far, yes. It's
0: Danny Ings. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes, well, Dennis, Danny Ings...
0: Danny Ince might be a multi award winner. Honestly, you know, when, you know I didn't, when, I did, when I sat down to do this yet, yeah, when I sat down to do this and like, pick my player of the season, I was like, in my head, it's Mane, and then started to look at other people. I did take a long look at Danny Ings, and then I got down to KDB and Sadio Mane. He sat there for about 30 minutes and wanted to cry. It was like, how am, how am I supposed to pick between these two? <sighs> That's upsetting, that It's
1: very upsetting. It is a really just impossible decision, that one.
0: Right, shall we do um, a slightly smaller award?
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's go.
0: Um, I think what we should do now is the unsung slash underappreciated player of the year. Um, yeah,
2: I'd like to add with this when we say this, we don't necessarily mean to the team's fans, we mean to the
1: general. Just general. As a wider whole, Premier league just general yeah. We, because mine would have no chance.
2: Well, and also, I'm pretty sure every player that performs well for their team is, you know, in the teams we've gone for, the players you'll see that we've picked, these fans are definitely recognising this, even if the wider fans are not. So we can't act as if, for my case, Bournemouth fans aren't recognising that Aaron Ramsdale has been cracking this year, because obviously he has. (laughs) And they've, they've seen it, and he's arguably at times kept them afloat in what's been a, a horrible season. You know my views on them. I'm not, not going to comment you, on his gap. Have
0: there. you brought this up, just so you could have another dig at Eddie? No, here.
2: I just, just said I'm not <laughs> going to. I'm not going to. But Aaron Ramsdale has gone from... Well, he's not really ever played before, to be honest. He's literally had, like, no loan spells, just came straight into the prem. Hmm. hmm. I mean... Hmm. He he played in League 1 and League 2 where his only previous experience on loan. And then to come through to the Premier League and make yourself a regular starter, so, it's just impressive. <laughs> and he's he's looked one at times one of the best young keepers, maybe one of the best keepers in the league. I and mean, the guy's only 21.
1: We've said this before as well, but he makes some saves that you, you just sit there and you're like how did he save that yeah oh yeah he he's does. he's a cracking goalkeeper he, he
0: make he makes the he makes the saves where you're sat there you sat watching your team and you're like oh we're going to score and he doesn't save it he makes the how did he save that saves where you say just such anger and venom that you hate him yeah which is exactly yeah, what you want to and keep Chelsea
1: have a hard time against Bournemouth as Honestly,
0: well What the fuck are we doing like, <laughs> we, we, we lost it, it all started with In 15-16, in Murray 1-0, Bournemouth beat us at home And then I thought, it got, I thought It had reached its peak under bloody Conte when we lost 3-0 at home to Bournemouth then we but then we popped up at the Vitality under Sari and we lost four nil uh what's going to the sea it's like they're all just I oh, we're just going to the seaside do some sandcastles, maybe play a game of football. <laughs> <Some sand castles. laughs> but I you I would t- like to I
2: would like to watch William try and make sandcastles. I'd like to watch Willian dribble a football properly.
1: <laughs> He's
0: going to Liverpool according to reports. <laughs> I'm driving them myself. <laughs> He's not going to Liverpool. He wouldn't play. God, it's clock yeah, my I'll tell you what, he's a better defender than Alexander Arnold. Anyway, Mike! <laughs>
1: um yeah, my pick, as Dave said, um Southampton fans know how good Danny Ings is.
0: Danny Ings, oh, dilly dong.
1: But I feel like even though he's scored the amount of goals he scored, I think it's fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. The wider football audience just still was just like yeah but it's Danny Ings he's just gonna he's just
0: not that good yeah he's shit is what it is yeah I yeah. mean he just, I just keeps scoring I was surprised when I loaded up Southampton on football manager that he was four 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 stars I was like Danny Ings God. then I realized he's scored 15 goals or shit. yeah
1: um it, I still do it as well every time I'm like yeah but it's Danny Ings
0: yeah he's just not good is I'd he just
1: just like to throw out that Got Danny Ings and in our fancy draft and our Daddy
0: friend Jordan. Ings, bloody, yeah. I
2: said Danny Ings. Let's behave here, Will. Um our friend Jordan said Ings will do nothing for you. So frankly, everyone's known about every goal because I asked Jordan in the chat every time he scored. So I knew knew it
0: was definitely fifteen. I don't understand. here's the thing with Danny Ings. Um and we'll probably have a wider Ings discussion later because I think he's the unanimous winner for something else. But um I don't I still I still don't understand why he's why he's having such a good season. I don't understand. I mean, he's not playing any different to how he's always played. He's just finishing his chances at much higher rate.
2: Yeah, but Danny Ings so, hasn't been fit for a very long time.
0: Even when he was fit at Burnley, no, nah, he,
2: he was he was good at Burnley. He, he was wasn't re- he was he was pretty good though.
1: He was decent, but he wasn't like this good.
2: I mean, he's he going is. to
0: the Euros, Dave.
2: I mean wasn't going to the uh, Euro. At Burnley he scored 21 goals and 40 in the Championship and then scored 11 and 35 in a team that struggled in the pram.
1: So, Yeah, so what he is is a Callum Wilson basically. That's, that's, that's what harsh. he was. Ings. No, that's what he <laughs> was. Yeah. No, that's, that's what, what he was. Basically, Wilson's on yeah, eight goals no. right now. No, Callum yeah, Wilson. and
0: Ings has made him... That's what he's a I'm good saying. Player, like,
1: yeah. He's decent. But he's not like that next England
0: England international Danny Ings now. Yeah, Yeah.
1: well, yeah, he certainly should be.
0: Euros 2021, he's there. He's not, Um, he's not because they're taking Kane and Abraham and Rashford, and that's all they need.
1: Yeah, it's a shame because Ings is 27 now. He's probably because of the injuries, he's missed missed the boat a little bit, and he probably would have gone this summer. Yeah,
0: he would have. Which is a shame for him. Um, I picked um, Harvey Barnes. Um,
1: yeah, this is a good shout.
0: And the reason I picked Harvey Barnes was, I remember being sat in the car last year, coming back from some game, listening to BBC WN on the phone, in, which is all... Oh, 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 that's always a oh, horror it's, idea. It's always, hor- it's always horrendous. Um, <laughs> however, this guy from, this, I think it was West Brom, was raving about Harvey Barnes and how he was going to be a really good player. Oh, he was exceptional at West Brom. And, that season he was online. And he's... Every time I've seen him this season, he's been really good. Probably helps that he's got two goals against Chelsea to make me go bloody hell. But um, again, he's another fantasy player for me. I picked him up on the cheap, and there was a se- there was a bit in the season where they they were really labouring Leicester, and Harvey Barnes just started to score goals. And you know when a team's performing bad and a player stands up, makes himself noticed. Um, I just think I think he's really good, and I, the fact he's so young as well. Goes well for the future for him. The the really interesting thing with him is he, a, he does a bit. Him as a player does a bit of everything. He's quick, got a bit of trickery. Eye for a pass, can score goals, which are what you want. However, in that team, that's absolutely stacked for the talent in Vardy, um, Telemans, indeed Evans, Soyuncu, Chill, Ricardo Pereira, Ricardo Pereira, Ricardo Pereira was his cracking. Me, um, I just feel that he's perhaps a bit under looked by everyone else looking in, in terms of what he actually brings to that team. Um, so he was my pick. Um, we probably, we've got three different ones now. Um, so it's a bit of a difficult one for a vote. We've got to lose. Is anybody feeling like they're not set in stone on their pick?
1: Well, Mine's had the best season, however I don't know whether mine's at as unsung as the other two
2: Yeah, I think I with that, yeah. we can't
0: really so... can't put him in unsung So <laughs> Danny Ings I think recognition has happened
1: Yeah, it's starting to arrive now, I feel
0: Yeah, it's just because people look at the scoring charts and go, what the fuck <laughs> but they do look at it and see it your explicit, there'll be another yeah. one when we talk about Bakayoko Yeah <laughs>
1: Um, uh, so, so that means we're down to two which is Barnes and Ramsdale
0: now I, I really like Harvey Barnes I haven't got a problem with picking Aaron Ramsdale though because Bournemouth have been terrible and he's the reason why they've been better than they have been
2: yeah I don't know it's tough no, we- I agree with that on Ramsdale and obviously he's who I put forward but again with Harvey Barnes when you look at Leicester being good this season he's not He's not the first player you look at, but he has been not even in the No, five of people, no, yeah. But he's, and
1: been that's why he's great un- for them,
0: that, yeah. That's agreed, well, unsung agreed. by the, the letter of the law, really, isn't but, it?
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good shout that I I wouldn't even have thought of.
0: And that is why he's our unsung hero, of yeah. The- I'm, I'm happy to give it to Harvey Barnes,
1: yeah. Well done, Harvey,
0: yeah. Well done, Harvey Barnes. I'm a big fan,
1: well done. There we go. Award
0: number two. Yay. Up. HB, <laughs> Harvey Barnes. Um. Let's move away from players and discuss the goal of the year.
1: Oh, man. i tell you what. I enjoyed some research for the yeah. award.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, I'll tell you what. So, it is a- So let me... What we've done is the three of us have all... Um, before... I'll let you get back to it, Mark. But one second, let me just read out the three goals that were up to consideration. Um, because we've all gone away and we've all kind of picked out Honourable mentions and these goals. The first one is De Bruyne versus Newcastle, which if you haven't seen... Oh, yeah, that's
2: outrageous.
0: Just a pull out his chest and thwacks it, and it hits the underside of the bar, which always makes him look better. Yeah. Um, the other one is Son versus Burnley, where Son seems to go through the entire team. I think he just... Mm-hmm. He gets past the first couple and then realises, oh, they're not going to tackle me, and just keeps going. And the very last one is Tammy Abraham versus Watford. Um, and if you haven't seen this, this is uh, ball inside to Georginio. That pass. And Georginio tries a pass that he tried seven thousand times to Gonzalo Higuain. Except this time he's got a bit of pace, and it's a lovely finish from Abraham. Um So, Mike. Yeah. Which one for you?
1: Yeah. So, so my pick is is Tammy against Watford.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I I think we talked about this goal on the pod.
2: We probably yes, did. We did. when it we was did. scored.
1: I feel like I remember us discussing it. And I watched it again. And that pass, I just how you can have that sort of vision to like round the corner and round the defenders right um, into Abraham's path.
2: Wait. Perfect perfectly.
1: weight. Yeah. So that the keeper's coming out, but he's not gonna get there. And Abraham it's a really smart finish as well, which I think goes a little bit un- underrated in this goal, mainly because how good the pass is. But it's just, oh, that pass.
0: So, um, I'm reminded of a, a Jamie Carragher quote for this. Um, when Charlie Adams scored a goal from inside his own half versus Chelsea, Jamie, Jamie Carragher said, it's not that impressive when he tries it 100 times every game. Jorginho tries to play this pass. So often and so often it goes horribly wrong that when it came off, I was in shock, not at the quality of the pass, just in that it finally come off. Oh, that,
1: that's one of those where you just yeah. you just they're in awe of what is that pass what has just happened. I suppose I don't watch Chelsea as much, so I don't see Jorginho try that four hundred times a season, but unbelievable.
0: I was amazed to watch him move around the pitch. Um <laughs> Dave, your pick.
2: Is uh Son's goal versus Burnley. Um I always I always like to be honest a bit of a sucker for a goal out of nothing. Um one example is Ben Arthur against Bolton for Newcastle back in the day, where he receives it in his own half. An amazing run. Obviously not from this season, it's slightly like now. Yeah against
0: Sheffield United. I thought about that. Oh my goodness. I also want to give a quick shout out to Joe Ayews Chip. Oh, yes,
2: yes. Uh, Is that against Brighton? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's, that, that's in the weirdest the
0: derby of all time.
2: Yeah, don't know why it's the
0: topic. Was they call it like the the M1 derby? M- M25
2: something? It's
1: like, wow. Yeah, it's like something, not yeah, something like that. The M46 or something. Derby. Especially that we don't have
2: any fierce
1: rivals
0: Honestly, so we're going to
1: create one derby.
0: Brighton <laughs> Brighton is a weird club. And I like Palace, but Brighton is a weird club. Anyway, sorry, you were talking about... Son- yeah,
2: Son Son versus Burnley. Well, he just picks it up on the edge of his own box. It's just one of those runs where you, he gets just inside the half. And you're like, is he going to pass? He's beaten a couple of players. He just keeps going. Um, and then he get he gets to the edge of the box. You're like, surely not. And it's a great finish as well. It's just a great all-round goal. The, the run's fantastic. Leaves players in his dust, really. And then the finish is, finish is perfect, nice and calm. I mean, felt a bit... Didn't really want to give it to Son after other events of this season. but
0: You mean where he broke someone's leg on purpose?
2: Yeah, that will. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's... I'd, But it's just one of those goals where I watch it and it's sort of... I can't believe that he's he's done that, really. Um, especially against Burnley, to be honest, which are a team that are usually pretty good defensively, he's not done it against 0708 Derby. So that's my pick.
0: Mike, what do you think of it?
1: It's some goal. It, it, it's like he, he takes on the first couple, and you're like, okay, this is nice. He's got nowhere to go now, and then suddenly the defense has just gone, and he's
0: in on goal. It, it's. I, I,
1: I still have no idea how it gets through all those people.
0: It it reminds me a bit of Pato versus Barcelona, in that it's slightly Mm. at the end, it slightly becomes kick and run. Yeah, from about the halfway line, yeah, that's kind of what he does, but
1: it's still. Ah. I mean, it's
0: just mad. It's a a brilliant goal. Um, I had De Bruyne versus Newcastle. However, I'm not picking De Bruyne versus Newcastle. Um, but I'll talk about it. Um, De Bruyne versus Newcastle, was I remember what was one... You know a goal's good when you are you celebrate a goal that you're not a fan of either teams of. In fact, I actively dislike Newcastle and I actively dislike Man City. And I, I pretty much dislike anything good Kevin De Bruyne does because we let him go for nothing. Mourinho, I hate you. Um, <laughs> but he scored that and I was going... <sighs> <gasps> i'm walking around my kitchen i'm like it's a scandal it's a scandal i'd like to really apologize excited. to
1: all headphone users
0: yeah i was getting excited i was like this is great it's such a pure strike he catches it on his chest and then just batters it in the back of the net it goes in off the bat it's a beautiful goal it's 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 not it's probably not got the fin it's probably not got the finesse of songs or the the finesse of, I guess, Abraham's, but it is just. Avoid- I like
2: how you don't want to say Jorginho's pass.
0: <laughs> no, however, my pick is my pick is Tammy Abraham versus Watford because, again, like either way, I think that's got it all. That's got the pass. It's got the finish. Um, it means Chelsea are getting the award today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think it's to be honest, it's the best goal I've seen this season. It's not the goal I've celebrated the most this season, but it's
2: the goal of. It's it's a fantastic goal.
0: Um for goal sure. I, goal I celebrated the most of the season, by the way, um was Abraham versus Norwich because I was genuinely concerned that Frank would be sacked before getting a win. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> oh okay. So
1: imagine
0: so we me and Mike have gone for Abraham versus Watford, Dave. Are you sticking with yours?
2: I mean, it doesn't... It's tough to be honest. All three of the goals are fantastic. Yeah. Um this, this however, one's one of those the Giorgino pass uh, because of that pass I can see it being a Premier League goal that just gets played and played for years and years and, and just, it's yeah I'm, yeah I'm I'm happy to go with that I can see it being a goal just replayed for years and years just for that pass to be honest it's it's outrageous
1: it is outrageous I guess this is one of this is one of those awards that it, it depends what you like in a goal some people like it, an individual bit of brilliance yeah uh, sometimes as a team goal. I didn't notice too many of those this year.
0: But no, no, no. But, I mean, um, typically long-range strikes tend to win, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do
1: tend to, I, I think which they, I don't actually like that much. No, but.
0: The only one I've ever been aggrieved about, like the only one that I've ever seen the goal of the season given and I've been truly, truly upset by, um, was when they gave it to Jack Wilshire for a volley. Against like West Brom on the fourteen fifteen season, and I'm like, no, the goal of the season was match day one, Chelsea up at Burnley. Ivanovic clips a ball in, I Fat remember that. Goal. On the volley, plays it yeah. to a Oh yeah. yeah! If you haven't seen that goal, it's a scandal. It's oh, pro- I've seen it. It's possibly yeah. one of the it's one of the best goals I've ever seen. It's brilliant. Yeah,
1: that is unbelievable. And it
0: didn't win goal of the season because some. Burke from Arsenal. Talking
2: of one of the best goals I've ever seen, you already mentioned um Wilshire's goal against Norwich for Arsenal was just yeah, fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um anyway, let's move on to best newcomer. Oh, by the way, uh, worst newcomer was far. Implement it properly, you useless tards. Uh, <laughs> through, come on, Mike.
1: That one was a landslide. Yeah. Um, Dean, Dean
0: Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> Dean Henderson for me. Dean Henderson. Dave for you? Yeah. John Flack. OK, uh, I agree with you, Mike. Dean Henderson is the best newcomer. Um, however, they put forward the case for John Flack.
2: Well, John Flack, he's, he's quite a rise, to be honest. He was he was at Rangers, didn't really break into their team, ended up at Cov City in League One, moved to Sheffield United in League One, got, got into the Championship. He looked a pretty average Championship midfielder, even when they got promoted. But somehow in the Premier League he's he's just come on completely. He looks a totally different player. he's He's very calm on the ball, grabbed a few decent goals as well. It's sort of to be in a team that all round has been absolutely brilliant. He's been the heartbeat of their their midfield, and it's it's just yeah. shocked me, I think also because I saw what he was like in the championship. And he wasn't managing to do this in the championship against Swansea City. Yet here he is turning up against top six teams and looking very assured on the ball. And just basically driving his team forward. No, really a good,
0: really yeah. good player. Really good player. However, Mike, DH, on loan from Man United. Yeah. Why is he the best newcomer? Um,
1: well, he's only conceded 22 goals, which is less than one a game. Uh, yep. Although he no. has missed a couple because he's on loan from United, he hasn't played against them. Um, he's, he's fourth in save percentage of all but, the shots he's faced in the league. Is it tanking sheets? How,
0: how low yeah. down the save percentage one is a certain Spanish goalkeeper called Kepper?
1: Yeah, he's bottom of first chance keepers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk it?
1: Come <laughs> <laughs> on, mug. Um, he, he saves about 20 less percent shots than Henderson.
0: I, as I tweeted today, I refuse to believe he's ever saved a shot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Henderson's got 10 clean sheets so far, which is joint second in the league, which is incredible. Really? Um, he's also fourth in expected goals against, like, outperforming it.
0: Mm-hmm. six
1: and a half goals better than he should be, which can only be down to either a bit of luck, which considering how far ahead he is, it probably isn't, or how many outrageous saves he's making. He's, um,
0: got, um, he's got the thing we always talk about, good goalkeepers. We've already mentioned it once, he's got the, oh my God, how's he saved that? Yeah,
1: I, I really think he could push hair next season.
0: Yeah. Mike's giving you the statistics and facts-based argument for why Dean Henderson's the best newcomer, so here I come to give you the man in a pub with a beer. Explanation for why Dean Henderson's the best newcomer. Um, Dean Henderson came into the league having never played a game in it before and is now England's number one. He's going to be England's number one at the Euros. Like, What more do we want? Like, We've had a guy come in, play his first Premier League game, and now be a national, going to be an international player. He's the best English goalkeeper in the league now. He's going to go back to Man United and really push De Gea. I'd argue he's given the way De Gea's form's gone. I argue if you were assigning it solely on the merit of your most recent form, he would be United's number one too. And if he keeps performing like this, I don't see how he can not be. But again, I, I, I'm just thinking about in terms of his development. I think if United are committed to carrying on to play De Gea, I think the worst thing he's, he can do... He's
1: got to is, go back out on loan again.
0: The worst thing he can do is sit on a bench. Yeah. Worst thing he can do. However, I just think he's he's far and away, I think personally the best goalkeeper in the league this season. Spoiler alert for our teams, um, but I also think he's clearly the best new player we've had in the league. Yeah,
1: Dave he's also he's also my goalkeeper
0: of no, um, the year. No, I'm happy with Henderson. To be honest, it's been it's pretty been good. good. It's pretty close. It had to be a Sheffield United player, I feel. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. much always going um, to be a
1: Sheffield United
0: player. I looked, I looked at a few others, like Rodri and stuff, but I'm like, no, he was never going to be. Um, OK. Um, the best signing of the season. Um, unanimous from the end of the round, Paddle. Dave, he's your man. Tell us who it is. Danny Ings, of course. Danny Ings! Oh, he's just
2: been... He's just been a bags man, hasn't he, lads, to be honest? He's just... <laughs> He has just been unbelievable. This team, start of the season, they—I don't think half the team knew. Yoshida definitely didn't know what colour they played in, even though he'd been there for years. Absolutely <laughs> abysmal at the start of the season. Somehow, here we are, twenty-nine games into the season. He's got fifteen goals, fifteen, and a team that has
1: that struggled to create.
2: Struggled. He's struggled. <laughs> they've struggled to create chances for the last couple that's of seasons.
1: They, have. they really have um, yeah I mean the only reason why he might not get it is if you think that he'd already signed with Southampton as I did yeah. before I did my research yeah me too um, but he was in fact on loan last season uh, and so made it permanent this summer and that is why he qualifies and wins in and around Pod's best signing
2: mm. would just like to give an honourable mention to Ismail Assar I mean, he's he's done okay at Watford, but he did get two goals and an assist against Liverpool, which stopped them being invincible, and that's just priceless I mean, for me.
0: If I, in terms of other honorable mentions, I had um, uh, I had Mateo Kovacic. I just did. Um, I also had Ar- I had Aaron Wamba you know Yeah, yeah. I think he's been a really good signing. Um, I
1: almost picked him for a different award.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think Aaron If he keeps making leaps on his his going forward, he's going to be a player for many years to come. Um, and that was pretty much it. It's been a weird one, hasn't it? In terms of doesn't usually every summer you get a player come into the league and you're like, oh my god, here's another cracking player. We didn't really get one this summer. We got lots of no. little, little good players. Like I because I looked at I looked at I looked at a lot of people and couldn't really see anything for it. I've just yeah. thought
1: um about another newcomer who could have actually been a shout. Buendia.
2: Yeah, I thought about it, but yeah. but yeah. It's, unfortunately with him, his teammates but, around him but, have let but him
0: but down. Norwich are, but Norwich is so bad. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. I yeah.
2: I thought I've really thought about it, Mike. He could, the guy's an
1: absolute baller, but how,
2: how many games do you want to know
1: where he where he comes in shot creating actions per nine, isn't
2: he? Isn't he in he, the top five?
1: Yeah, he's fifth for that. And then because <laughs> of how useless Norwich are at, shoot, at shooting, I can't even see him on the goals created one. He's <laughs> um, he's
2: <laughs> where is he? Oh, well, he's he's quality, one dear, he's Absolute really quality. he's
0: really good. However, um, is he he I'd be because I know Fark is sort of like um. Lost interest in Buendir a little bit um, in terms of playing him, I believe. Yeah, I just understand Cause, it's because he wants to leave. Yeah. Well, I understand him wanting to leave. I don't think, I also don't think on merit Buendia's had has um, been more important to his team than Dean Henderson has. No, um, I don't think he has. That's what I'd bring him up. Um,
1: I'd forgotten about him.
0: In terms of best signings, though, Danny Ing's 15 Premier League goals, keeping him in the league, had to be him. I don't actually know how much they bought him for, but I think, to be honest, price tags are relevant. It wasn't a huge amount, I don't think. It's got to be totally irrelevant though, because fifteen got fifteen goals in the Premier League. You yeah, you see, see some teams pay what sixty million to Madrid for some Spanish flop like um, yeah. He, he cost eighteen, that 18 when he scores a hat trick at Stoke. Eighteen I'm not million. Not talking about anyone in particular. Plus
2: up to two million based based on appearances bonuses, so twenty million at max for Danny Ings.
0: That's a bargain.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So she, especially that could really go on to our worst signing of the year couldn't it well uh, let honest. me
0: tell you right now welcome to the timoy bakioka memorial award and so named after a 30 minute we say from...
2: memorial as much as well did flirt with the idea earlier he's still alive well, and well. No, no he's not
0: he's not dead it's more because he it's more because <laughs> the memory of him almost put me in an early grave um <laughs> it, 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 to be honest uh I'm going to let you two go first because I've picked another French centre mid that I don't really want to talk about, but I'll let the two of you go first. Well,
2: I'll, I'll take I'll take mine, Joe, Joe Linton.
0: Oh, the new Nubelino.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mike, that's that's one of those articles that I'm hoping comes good for you. Forty million on a six-year contract. Forty I'm, million I'm about record say. transfer. One goal in twenty-nine games. He's scored. He scored a couple in the FA Cup, but they were against, I think
0: it was, oh, it was Oxford and, and maybe West Brons. Secondary question for you. The worst contract Newcastle have had out since Alan Pardew. Yes. You're the
2: never... thing that's baffling about this guy is he does, he's never been able to score
0: goals. Here you go. Some of the viewers might not know this, um, but Mike uh, wrote an article prior to the season in which he talked about Joel Linton as being... Potentially the new Firmino. <laughs>
1: I would like to uh, defend myself. <laughs> God, I can't wait for this. He's actually not a terrible player. No, I don't think he's a terrible
0: player. It's just Newcastle. They're just terrible. But genuinely, I and think they so. don't
1: play. They don't play anywhere
0: near a
1: system that suits him, and neither does Bruce.
0: Agreed, and but it, it's just the, the wrong
1: place for him to
2: go. With the money they've spent, it's it's lo- beginning to look just horrendous.
1: Oh yeah. No, so this, this is a terrible, terrible signing. Yeah. Not because necessarily he's a terrible player, which that's is what a... I'm about to tell you about my pick for this as well.
0: That's a, that's the thing with this with this award is I don't to be honest, to clarify something, I, I don't think any of these three players are actually bad players. I just think they were bad signings, bad fits for the team, etc. etcetera. Et um with that said, Mike, who's your pick? Yeah, so mine is I still
1: feel bad about this one, but uh, it's uh, Halle at West Ham. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: again, only be- mainly because he is a really good player and we really? clearly haven't seen the... Like, really good. And we really have not seen the best of him in the Premier League so far. Him and Jovic in the Bundesliga were absolutely destroying. And the Europa League. It's, um, it's really interesting. Again, it's one of those where it just doesn't... Fit how West Ham play and they need a team needs to sign people that suit the system that they and the manager that they want to play and in the case of both Haller and Joe Linton it's just that they don't fit it just, just doesn't make
0: sense that's that's the problem with both the teams you've mentioned is that um they've they don't have they're not buying players to fit a style because they haven't got a sustainable model. They don't have the philosophy, they don't have the change in their managers. I think they've both changed their managers this season. I yeah. think, or at the outset. They, they don't, they're, so they're buying, their scouting department is probably going, God, who do we pick because we don't know what the new manager wants to do. It's interesting with Haller because Jovic is really, Jovic has only had 700 minutes at Madrid, which is fast. Yeah. God, I don't know what Zidane's doing. However, they both thrived in a two together and they almost, they've taken them apart and, they can't seem to to perform at the level they could. Um, it's been a really rough adapt um, adaptation to the league for Haller. I know when West Ham bought him, I was thinking, "Oh, West Ham are going to be a problem because
1: yeah, he looks really a excited. really good
0: player. He looks a really good player. Majorly um, disappointing."
1: Yeah, part of the reason I have picked him for this as well is because at work we did a little sheet at the start of the season of who, who we thought the best signings were going to be and who was going to get the most assists and stuff. And I picked Taller for the best signing.
0: Oh! God, gosh. you
1: were you were
0: just firing at all cylinders before this season, weren't
1: you? I was just firing a few shots, uh, like uh hoping some would stick. That one has yeah. not stuck.
0: That was kind of like how Bakayoko used to describe his passes. I just hope one of them fires the mark um speaking of french sentiments who are terrible um i've got um i've got tangy and dombele as um my pick um this is a quite a few factors in a row to be honest it's partly how much they paid for him which i don't have down but is a disgusting amount yeah of it's a record. lot of money um he's barely been fit all season and when he doesn't seem to work out, his performance against Burnley, which we've talked about in this pod, yeah, he wasn't looking to receive the ball, wasn't interested on in the other side of the ball. He's dreadful. And the thing is, he's not fit for he's not fit for Mourinho. and I'm not even convinced he was a fit for Barcelonatino either.
2: Right. well, and Mike, this this might blow your mind. Barcelona apparently wants to sign this player on Donbelet. And they're offering to throw um-titty and money at him, allegedly.
0: Maybe he works for them, but he just doesn't work for Tottenham. He doesn't, know. Uh, he, <laughs> he really doesn't. He, I mean, fac-
2: when he's on the ball, he looks like he's got very good technical
0: ability. It has to be said. He, fa- he was a fantastic player for Leon, but he just has not... He's not worked hard enough this season. He just doesn't look a good player. He always looks like he's on verge of losing the ball. I, he just... I, Everything starts with working hard on the pitch and being available and he's he's failed to be available, he just can't get himself fit. And when you take into account his Tottenham's record signing, you just can't I just can't look past him for being the worst signing of the year.
1: They waited so long to spend a bit of money and that is what they spent it on.
0: Yeah. Mm. They waited
1: Shocking. so long.
0: Like like that's the thing. At least with at least with um take Joel Linton for example Newcastle spent Newcastle spend 40 million on him I think he's a good player and I think Hall is a good player I think Tottenham spent god knows how much on a player who I'm not even convinced is actually good full stop I think he's fine
1: uh, I mean watching his I say highlights that is very loose <laughs> Um, from that game, that first half against Burnley, and he was abysmal.
0: He's dreadful.
1: I mean, he was just—I well, was about to say running, but he really wasn't running. Just m- sort of moving well away from anywhere that he was going to be able to receive the ball. And this for, for a Premier League footballer to essentially be avoiding the
0: ball—it
1: mm. was just horrible. Horrible stuff.
0: Yeah, so we've got to pick our first-ever winner of the Timoy Bakayoko Award. Um, yeah, I, I think again, fitting,
1: I would say it's either Jellington or Ndombele for this.
0: I think, given it's an award for a terrible French centre midfielder, we have to give the first-ever one to a terrible French <laughs> centre midfielder.
1: It would be pretty fitting,
0: wouldn't it? Okay, Dave, have you got a problem with Ndombele being the uh, the winner of this award? At least I mean, John Linton has played a lot of games.
2: Yeah, I mean... It's been on the a, Yeah, and yeah. literally hasn't even got into the team. So, yeah. And and as you say, we'll keep up the tradition, the up and down. down.
0: Um, that will do it for this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, next week, we'll be back with part two of the In and Around Awards, including Most Improved Player, the... Um, most disappointing team. I think you can all sort of guess who that's going to be. Um, the Rookie of the Year. The Manager of the Year. Will Unai Emery finally get his just desserts? And the Team of the Year where we pick all 11 players. Stay tuned for Dave missing out one. Because as you know, no episode of Ian around would uh, be complete without Dave being a total and that's a moron. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, which is the, to be honest, the best place to keep up with what we're doing, you can follow us there at In and Around Pod. But if you have questions for the pod, either send them, send them, send them to us on Twitter or email us at inandaroundpod at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for joining us. Catch you again next time, and we hope you enjoyed this one.